guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. As a matter of fact, welcome back to another Business English podcast. Man, I'm just so used to it. Business, no business. You guys got the title. You know what you're getting into. Back into sales, people. Let's talk about following up. I can only speak about this from my perspective um, of actually building up my online platform. So first and foremost, for anyone who has reached out to me and for all you guys who have just been unbelievable supporters of my ESL podcast, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's just phenomenal. From Turkey all the way down to Brazil. Guys, we're finally in Timor-Leste. Come on. 186 countries and counting. It continues to grow and grow like never before. So I just want to say thank you so much in regards to that. And now it's all about, okay, Arsenio is no longer looking externally. He has everything internally. With tens of thousands of monthly listeners and downloads every single month, How can he make this a profitable business? Well, a lot of these people are listening to me with intent to learn something. Even more, they're listening to me to gather something to help them in their personal life. So we're getting into the following up. And today's segment is going to be about the follow-up email and the follow-up call. You're going to listen to the follow-up call, and I'm going to show you how to write the follow-up email. This is going to be very, very good for you guys. And, of course, a lot of examples from the one and only Arsenio. So what should you do after you meet a new prospect? Now, research prospects company, uh, obviously the follow-up email, But even so, you need to ask the right questions to entice them to come back. It's pretty difficult, right? Let me give you a lot of examples in terms of what has happened over the past couple of weeks. Now, I don't look at anyone as prospects. I don't look at anyone as clients. I look at them as my own. I look at at them. I look at myself as the inspirer. And they are the ones who I can inspire themselves to achieve a score to fulfill a dream. Right, So I don't look at these people as prospects or just numbers or anything like that. I look at them as family in a way because their goals are now my goals. I accept that. So in saying that, what I do is, okay, so recently I was on a call with a girl from Spain, you know, and at the very end, I kind of, I had to like do it a little differently because the way I approached it to begin with was, okay, so, the, you know, like 15 minutes in, I was like, okay, this is my price. Uh, this, this is what I have. You could do this. You could do that before even showing her my capabilities. So she agreed to it, and I'm lucky because I could have blown that sale. So I switched it up. I said, Arsenio, you're going to give, just like with this guy who I met at the airport while traveling to Dalat, Vietnam, pump out and give as much content as you can in that one hour. And they will be interested. If they contact you directly, they will be interested. And I said, okay, this is the approach I'm going to take. And guess what? It worked. Because I had another Brazilian engineer, like I mentioned. Uh, I set up classes with, oh my God, who was it? I set up classes with five Filipino nurses for IELTS, which is amazing. And I got a, a, a tremendous amount of help from a friend. And not only that, But I've been getting a lot of messages and emails as of late, which is so unbelievably wonderful. And there was a lady from, I don't know how she found me. She's from Egypt, living in the States. 
She said, I need help. How much is it for one-on-one coaching? I said, hey, let me get you on a coaching call. We'll figure it out. Because you want to get them on the call first to show them exactly what you're about. Obviously, they saw your videos. Obviously, they've heard from me or she had heard or heard of me. But again, getting her on the call is the best way to do it. So at the very end, I didn't even have to ask her or give her any pricing. She went straight into it. She's like, how many hours do you think I need? So right when she said that, I said, okay, she's going to definitely buy a package. And what she did, you know, because that's what you want to do. You are not selling anything. You are showing your capabilities, your integrity, and you're getting results as quickly as you possibly could. So at the end, if, if they're like, oh, you know, I want this free consultation without actually asking additional questions, that could be a problem, right? So she bought the package. There was another girl from Bolivia, okay? She got in contact with me. And I'm like, okay, I see what's up with your writing. Okay, you're speaking part three. Okay, let's get on a consultation call. Let me see what I can do for you. I see that your test is coming up in about 20 days and stuff like that. Okay, I got you. Let's do this. So she signed up with the calendar. I even sent her a free video that's actually in my TOEFL IBT badge. Because I want. it's not about enticing the, the quote-unquote, the customer is what they would say. But it's not in terms of enticing her. But showing her that, listen, I'm a genuine guy. I'm not after, I'm, I'm doing this for the best interest of you. I don't care about the money. This is Arsenio's brand and integrity that's on the line. So then another Filipino girl, I think she had been watching a lot of my videos beyond beautiful. Oh my God, if she, if she listens to this podcast, oops. But oh my God, the most, oh my God, woo, marry me. Anyways, so she got in contact with me and... What had happened is after a couple of days, she signed up with the email. She's, oh my God. And it took her almost three weeks to even email me back and book a session. So I finally emailed her, emailed her the Zoom link. And three days later, she's like, hey, how much is it going to be for like one-on-one? I was like, oh, okay. You want one-on-one too? Okay. So the consultation here, we'll talk about that after the consultation. Cool. She's like, okay, awesome. See what I mean, guys? So this is how I do it. This is what's so good about and, and how I orchestrate everything. So again, this isn't so much about the follow up, but again, what I do after, let me give you an example, a guy from India, very interested, gave him the price and he's like, okay, I want the Patreon badge. So it's been about two days and I'm like, oh damn, but he actually commented on one of my videos yesterday. And I'm like, okay, and this guy's an amazing soul, right? Worked in Saudi Arabia and everything. So what I'm going to do is send him a follow-up email. But if this is my first time sending him a follow-up message or email, it could be make or break. It could be, are you trying to hurry up and make a sale? Quickly, point of order. Let me hurry up and introduce you to one of the biggest douchebags on LinkedIn history. There was a guy, oh my God, I forgot his name. I blocked him on everything, didn't really care. Two years ago, met him through a friend by the name of Luke. And I remember that he had someone else, of course, on his, um, you, you know, on his platform, on uh, Instagram. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I saw this guy and I went to this guy on LinkedIn. And then I saw this guy talking about a lot of things. I was like, I forgot his name. But I was like, oh, my God, I am so unbelievably encouraged by what you do, man. I love what you say, man. We should definitely do a collaboration. He didn't say hello. He said nothing to me. You know what he said? He said, hey, man, you can buy this. 
buy this for $99. I said, I, w- I just sat there with my mouth open. And I said, are you, are you, what, what? Block. See, that's called hard selling. That's called not giving a damn about anyone whatsoever. This is what makes me so incredibly frustrated with people like that. Listen, you don't even know my name. You didn't even address me by my name. And you just think I'm going to buy something from you? Are you kidding me? This is the problem with a lot of human beings. You didn't get money. You got a block. And you're going to lose integrity by doing that. And so, again, if you look at any relationship with dollar signs, you are going to lose in any spectrum of the world. Let me give you one last one before I get back into the, the, the whole thing. There was a girl, a lady by the name of, who cares? She's from Ukraine, apparently. But her title is English-speaking course, English of your dreams, online English tutor, teaches IELTS. She added me on LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is notorious for just people who have hidden agendas. And I'm like, hello. And I pronounced her name or wrote her name. Can't pronounce it, though. I said, thanks for connecting with me. I see you also teach IELTS. Awesome to connect with another IELTS instructor. We should do a collaboration sometime. You know what she said? She didn't even mention my name. She said, yes, I work part-time for a language school with specialize, which specializes in IELTS. On a par with this, I'm developing my own project in a form of speaking courses for quite... Did I ask you about what you did? You're literally flaunting what you do in front of your own competitor. Rather than collaborating, you're talking about things I didn't even ask you about. You didn't say, hello, Arsenio. Oh my God, I see you're in Thailand. I decided to connect with you because of this. You know, I'm also, or I too am an IELTS instructor. People have lost all sense of communication. And this is what makes me so frustrated with these human beings. Because when you do it with the hidden agenda, I catch you in your bullshit very, very quickly. All right? So for all my ESLers out there, this is going to be one of the most powerful podcasts ever because you too probably know that specific individual who does or those people who have that hidden agenda, such as what I just recited out loud. Huh. Now, let's get back into context. So the Indian guy, how can I email him? Well, let me give you some tips. Number one, be brief. Here are some tips to the perfect follow-up email. To get this, you could actually, again, I'm li- you could just write it down. Or if you want to see the template and everything, go to my business English badge. Be brief, number one. State your objective. Why are you writing? That's your number two. Number three, ask for steps. Number four, reference things current customers love about your product or service. Five, talk about prospects business needs now again that's a little bit different and a little bit out of my mainframe and whatnot that could be good but again i don't want to talk about the reference things that current customers love about your product or service that just means that it right when i said that that reminded me of this vietnamese lady who lived in australia who was very condescending i don't know how i met her she added me i didn't add her but she's an author of some kind of happiness book. And I'm like, hey, I want to bring you on the podcast. She's like, okay, well, give me the list of questions because, again, you know, I want everything. I said, what? 
I said, I am a master interviewer. Do not dare. And every day for the next, I don't, uh, every two days or something like that for the next, oh my God, one month, she would send me testimonials of her book of people who loved her book. I said, look, why are you sending that to me? Do you think I'm going to buy it? What are you doing? Finally, I think sometime in 2018, I hurry up and blocked it. This had to be, I know it was, I was living in this condominium, so it had to be early 2018 when I actually met her, but I had a lot of, I've met a lot of Americans or Australians before where the relationships, like literally you do the podcast, it's very cold and then they go away forever. So I don't do podcasts with those types of people anymore. I do podcasts with people who are real. People who listen to my podcast, I bring them on, you know, because I want things to be more real, things more authentic. That right there that was just the beginning to, of course, 2018. I met some great people in 2019, but all those relationships are now gone. I only keep in touch with one of them, and her name is Hannah. That is all. So, do you guys understand? Do you understand how to keep a breath? I'm going to give you a nice little example real quick. Dear Anne, it was great meeting you at the table show earlier this week. As you will remember, we talked about moving all of your staff onto our next year's what? Oh, I'm sorry. On to our new, new tablets next year. Oh, my God. If you would like to still talk about this product, please let me know when we can arrange a meeting. There you go. That's good. That's a good follow-up because you're looking, about, you're looking for actionable steps. So, again, what I would do with, obviously, the, 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 the Indian uh, engineer, I would say, hey, Ash, how you doing, man? Hey, just want to say, um, you know, I've had, I, again, I could throw in a little bit of a gambit and say, you know, some people have said that they have problems signing up, and I thought you were probably one of those people. Did you have problems signing up uh, with uh, Patreon? And then he's going to email me back and say, uh, no, I just haven't had the time, or no, I decided not to do it. So I can hurry up and close the door, right? That's it. So what we're going to do now is we're going to listen to a follow-up call. Okay, one call, one minute and 43 seconds. And then right after that, we're going to have a nice discussion about this. And again, how well does Julia manage the call? That's the first question. Do you like Julia's technique? That's the next question. And the final one is, is there anything you would do differently? So you already know how I get down, right? How I give the critique. So what we're going to like. You know what? Let's just get right into this. Hello, Lisa Simpson. Hi, Lisa. It's Julia Stibbons from Globecom here. We met in Krakow last week. Oh, hi, Julia. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. Listen, I've been thinking about your technology bill, and I'm certain Globecom can really help you cut costs. Really? How's that? Well, you mentioned you were concerned about the cost of replacing all your tablets with the latest model. That's right. Well, as I said, we're developing a recycling system for slightly older units. Then, rather than having to buy all new units, you can replace a three-year-old unit with one that's only a year old. That way, you get better performance, but it's cheaper than buying the latest model every three years. You said that's something you're interested in, right? Yes, that's right. So I'd love to come in and present the full system to you. Do you think we could organise a presentation for you and the other key decision makers? Yes, I think that would be a good idea. OK, so I'm in your area next week. 
Could I visit you next Tuesday? How about 10.30? I'd need to check with the others, but that could work. Great. OK, so I'll send you an email now confirming the presentation and giving you some more details. I'll send some testimonials too. Then we can confirm the appointment later this week. That sounds great. Great. Thanks. Bye. OK, bye. Well, again, knowing the background of the individual is absolutely important. She knew every specific detail. I know this from experience that I've gone into calls. Let me give you an example. The Indian guy. I was like, oh, so uh, this. Uh, okay, so uh, this. Uh, or this. And I was wrong with about four of them. So what do you think that does? He's like, oh, well, you kind of forgot. It's not good, right? So I mixed it up and I said, okay, Arsenio, review the entire conversation in regards to uh, the Egyptian lady and make sure, okay, so I see that you got a 23, you're trying to get a 26 and this, you're having problems in this area. What is it that you can do better in that area? And what are the different, you see what I mean? That means me doing my homework. This lady did her homework. Now she made it very businessy, but again, she hurry up and said schedule. She gave the day and the time. Rather than saying, are you free next week? Oh, okay, let me get back to you. They'll never get back to you. You got to set the day and the time. Okay, uh, next Tuesday, 1030. How does that sound? Oh, well, oh my God, it puts the other person on the spot. So this could be a scare tactic. This could be a tactic where it's like, uh, no, let me call you back and let, uh, I'll let you know about that. And they'll probably never call you back. But this lady was like, oh, okay, let me figure it out. But okay, sure, why not? Because I guess the genuity of Julia and given that was really, really fantastic. So she set everything up very, very quickly. Again, testimonials. I just don't know if that's, you know, I, if, if I, oh, guys, let's put it this way. I have a testimony on my website. I haven't put any more on there because, again, my testimonial is my podcast. My testimonial are my, my 1,000 videos, uh, my 800 podcasts. Uh, my live coaching, uh, the people who have come on, the things that I've tagged people in on my Facebook and on here saying, oh my God, I got my speaking. These are all real people. Those are my testimonials. So again, if you need to send someone testimonials, do you guys know how testimonials work? Sometimes they could be extremely fake, right? You guys understand what I'm saying by like fake, uh, fake testimonials. It's basically, you know, you uh, getting in touch with someone or going on to someone's website and you see three testimonials of these super perfect professional people given perfect English. I don't want that. I want testimonials with someone and their English skills. So that's why when I uh, talked to Al Heli, a Peruvian student I had taught before, I said, could you give me a very authentic testimony? I don't care if you have spelling errors or anything. I'm not going to check it. It's got to be authentic. Because again, if they read a testimonial from someone from Peru but it has my language, it's false. Then they're gonna be like, you know what, this is fake. This is how copycats come out. This is how copycats always come forth, you know? So you gotta be very, very careful with that. So again, to sum up that conversation, I think she does fantastic with all the review and bringing up everything with the background and talking about, okay, I think this could be of benefit because of this, because of this, because of this. That was flawless. You want to look at it from their perspective and how it could benefit them. This is why the other lady was, she was right on top of it. And then she's like, okay, let's set up a time next week, Tuesday, 1030. 
that was pushy. That was pushy. It put the other person on the spot, but it made that other person make a decision rather than avoiding the decision. And then, of course, that last one saying, okay, I'm going to bring in testimonials. Not something I would do, but maybe if you do have products, you probably need someone to see testimonials and all that good stuff. So with saying that, that was fantastic. If you want any other exercises and all that good write-up stuff, guys, it's available on the Arsenio's Business English Biz, wait, Arsenio's Business English badge on my Patreon, all right? And again, if you're interested in TOEFL, IELTS, all that other good stuff, get in touch with me as soon as possible. Saying that, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.